From what's on to what matters, it's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning, only on Newcastle Live. It is uh, it is Tracy Mack. You're with uh, you're with me this morning. It's uh, great to have your company here on Newcastle Live, and I'm really hoping that uh, Lisa Richmond, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, fantastic! That's even better. Hopefully, uh, the next one will work as well. Good morning, Mary Costanopoulos, who is the creator of Women in League. Good morning. How are you, my friend? I'm well. How are you? I'm wonderful. Now, how's that working, Lisa? Can you hear all three of us? I, I can cannot hear, hear everyone. Mary. I'm sorry, I can only hear you. <laughs> you can only hear me. Okay, righto. Give me two seconds. I will get Michael to phone you on uh, on the, the phone line and I'll try and patch you in and uh, we will go from there. Got to love modern technology, don't you? <laughs> Not quite sure why I can't get the three of you this morning. But anyway, I will, uh, I'll get Michael to call you on your mobile lease and we'll be back to you very, very soon. No worries. Thanks. Hello, Miss Mary. How are you? I'm doing well, Tracy. It's been a big week, but I'm well. Um, I bet it has been a huge week, hasn't it? Now, uh, you and I spoke uh, about uh, tw- well, just over 12 months ago as you celebrated. Uh, it was the uh, eighth birthday of Women in Who League, and it's actually your ninth birthday now. That's right. So I'm sorry, Tracy, I'm a bit croaky this morning. <laughs> it has been a big week. It has, hasn't uh, it? Yes. Ladies Who League celebrated its ninth birthday a couple of weeks ago and to be in a position where nine years ago I didn't even know that Australia had a women's rugby league team to now see a professional women's competition is uh, amazing to be honest. It really is, isn't it? To to see where it's it's come, you know, where the game is. And you and I have been uh, we've been around the game for a long, mm. long time. And uh, to us, women women in league, it's just normal. It's normal practice. It's uh, it's what we expect, isn't it? It's nothing unusual. That's certainly the case, Tracy. And I know as the NRL celebrates women in league again this year, there's always that conversation about whether the round's still needed, whether it's relevant, particularly given how far the, ca- the game's come over such a long period of time. It, uh, it really is interesting uh, times, you know, especially at the moment when we see what's going on. You know, we, we've fought the battle for so long for women in league. Now we're fighting the, the pride you know, battle again uh, you know, this week. It has taken a little bit of the gloss off women in league. I know that a lot of people were quite, con- you know, they, they didn't realise that it was the women in league round. It has taken a little bit of the gloss off, hasn't it? It certainly has. And I think when people ask about the relevance of these themed rounds, I think given what we've seen this week, it demonstrates that we've still got a lot of work to do. Mm. So even when we look at women in league round, it's wonderful that we celebrate. But I think if we want to take this round to the next level, we really need to start having critical conversations. So, for example, it's absolutely wonderful that we have an NRLW now, but these players are not full-time professional athletes. They're still juggling work, family, and not being paid the same way that the men are being paid. These are the sorts of conversations that I think we should really be having during women in league round particularly if the NRL, you know, is serious about being the number one female sport in the country. It is interesting, isn't it? I mean, you're also across the A-League. You're part of that. You know, you understand a lot of of the W-League as well. And we really do have a long way to go. Cricket is miles in front of us with, the, the you know, a lot of the women being professionals. We have a long way to go when it comes to women playing that game. We certainly do. And it's not just women playing the game. I mean, we have plenty of women involved in the media but I'm yet to hear a woman be a lead caller for a game. Mm. We've got women in our boardrooms, but we need to make sure that the pipeline is strong and that women are encouraged to keep putting their hands up for these roles. So I think while women in league round has that celebratory aspect, and we should absolutely celebrate, 
yep, let's use it as an opportunity to lean into difficult conversations because linking it back to the Manly saga this week, you've got to lean into these conversations because otherwise they'll smack you into the face. They're really well. And, and, you know, I was uh, doing, when I was looking uh, into uh, our conversation this morning, you know, Women in League Ground was founded in 2007. Now, mm-hmm. you and I, back in 2007, the game was very, very different to what it is now. You know, there were, there were very few women in, uh, in the boardrooms. There were, there, we hadn't seen a female CEO. Um, the, the calling, you know, the, the women on the sidelines, it, none of that was even happening back then. Um, you know, it's, it, we have come so far. I do worry, and, and I know that you and I have had this conversation before, the day we celebrate is the day that women in league is no longer required. How far away do you think that day is? Oh, to be honest, Tracy, I still think we're a while off, and particularly when I think about women playing sport at an elite level, we still do have a long way to go and to make sure that they're not only paid appropriately but have access to the right facilities and the medical support that they need. So that's actually what I really want to be seeing, us leaning into those difficult conversations. And in my view, what better time to do it than during Women in League Ground? Yeah, I mean you've uh, you've you know you're very close with uh, with the former um, pre- chair of uh, of the West Tigers. Um, you know Katie Page quite well. You know you've been around a lot of these high profile women who are trying to change uh, change the game and and to bring more women through. Is there that pipeline happening? I mean I, I must admit that as as a forty almost nine year old, um, I've been around rugby league. I've worked in rugby league for for near on twenty years now, and. I must admit, when I first went in, I was the token blonde with the short skirt, and mm. that was, you know, that was quite uh, disrespectful. And you really had mm. to earn your stripes. Having said that, in the last probably five years, I've really been treated with that next level of respect from not only the, the, the my fellow staff members, but from those players as well. So something is changing. It absolutely is, Tracy. And as I said, I think we have a lot to celebrate this round. So when I'm talking about those difficult conversations it absolutely shouldn't take away from the progress that's been made and I still think we just need to keep thinking about how can we support the next generation of women to succeed in rugby league in whatever realm they want whether that's refereeing administration media or on the field Mm. we're no longer different we're no longer the novelty factor are we no that's exactly right and that is significant progress women are an accepted part of the game it's the norm, which is wonderful, but there's still plenty of work to do. There is so much work still to do. I, uh, I agree with you on that one. Thank you so much for your time. How are you celebrating Women in League? To be honest, Tracy, I feel like the Manly saga has mm. actually um, taken a little bit of the gloss off. So thinking deeply about what we can do better as a game and come together and be inclusive rather than, you know, division, because mm. that's what I've seen a lot of this week. Um, but also hopefully celebrating with a Parramatta Eels win over the Penrith Pets tomorrow night. That's all I need. Oh, my God. So I'm really disappointed that I couldn't get you and Lisa together because um, I could not believe it when I actually worked it out and went, great, I've just put two Parramatta Eels supporters together, two mad Parramatta Eels mm-hmm. supporters together. Yeah, that quite shot. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably better you didn't, to be yeah. honest, Tracy, because you wouldn't have been part of the conversation. No, no, like, I, I, just I would wouldn't. Have been away. Absolutely. And uh, once I, you're going to have to get onto the online because once I finish with Lisa, I'm actually going to play Paradise City. Now, you may recall that uh, I was stupidly responsible for that becoming the theme song out there at uh, <laughs> at what was Parramatta Stadium. So, yeah, oh, look, I'm, I'm giving you some love this morning. 
I appreciate that, Tracy, and I appreciate all the wonderful work you do. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. We'll catch up soon. Look forward to Thank it. Thank you. Bye. That is uh, Mary Kostanopoulos, who is the uh, the creator of Ladies Who League. And I'm going to cross uh, in just a moment to uh, Lisa Richmond to get her thoughts on Women in League. Now, we are going to continue the conversation around women in league with Lisa Richmond, who is a uh, she's a, a younger generation to uh, to me as a football uh, supporter. She probably has uh, hasn't seen as hard a uh, an area as uh, as what uh, the older generation has seen. But obviously, she's still someone who uh, sees that women in league is, is something very, very important. Good morning and welcome back, Lise. Hi, you're doing my job today by reminding everybody that um, you're much older than I am. So we can uh, move on from there. We can tick that one. There you go. Great. Done. Done. Finished. Yep. Now, you uh, you obviously were on hold for that conversation um, uh, with yep. uh, with Mary. Um, you know, in 2007, Women in League started. Uh, you know, I can remember the fanfare at the time. It was started by Katie Page, who is, uh, of course, married to... Uh, to the boss of Harvey Norman. Um, she created Domain. She is such an incredible, incredible woman. And her influence on rugby league has been far-reaching and, and I think her influence will go, it will go long past, um, you know, her her time in the game, shall we say. What's your thoughts on, on women in league? As a younger generation, do you see it as tokenism? Um, I think that any of these kind of rounds can be perceived as tokenism. You know, it's kind of similar to like the, the large corporations changing their logo to a rainbow during Pride Month. You know, it's, um, it's all a bit gimmicky. But at the same point, I think that women in league rounds specifically, um, is an important thing for representation and to continue the growth of the NRLW. And we've seen the huge expansion over the last couple of years of the NRLW, you know, more teams being announced, um, a larger fan base, more support coming, uh, more supporters coming out to the games. Um, and I think that it's, you know, it's, it's great to have the Women in League round, but we need the actions to back it up. And at the moment, we are having mm. the actions again by having the expansion of the NRLW, but we need to continue that and um, continue, uh, you know, as Mary said, um, supporting the players that they don't need to have day jobs and and then play in the NRLW um, on mm. the side, I suppose, as opposed to the men who they just play football and that's it. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's all about the um, backing up the, the 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 specialty rounds with action with action um and you know actually wanting to move forward and make the nrlw bigger now i found this as well in some of my investigations last night so this may surprise you but uh how's this the first ever the first ever women's rugby league game well the first time they ever wrote to the new south wales rugby league and wanted to create it was may 1921 that's fantastic. It's like, it's so long ago, but it, it seems like it's only been around for a, a little bit of yeah. time, you know? Isn't that like wonderful? And, and, and yeah. June 3, they played their first ever game. There was so much uh, political crap between when they first wrote to the uh, the New South Wales Rugby League and when they played. And by the time they did actually play, it uh, the New South Wales Rugby League had withdrawn the support from the game. They said that they weren't supporting it. But uh, the incredible Daly Messenger just uh, ignored all of that and uh, and decided to, to go along and watch it anyway. You know, it's that kind of uh, garbage, isn't it, that, uh, that sadly women in league, we still have all of that baggage. We still have all of that, you know, the, the, the hierarchy at the NRL these days, it's all men. There, there's not a woman. We previously had, you know, a, a woman as second in charge. We had, uh, you know, the, the head of communications was a woman. That's all gone by the wayside at the moment. And that's the concern, isn't it? 
Yeah, absolutely. Again, like these rounds, this women in leagues round and things like that, they need to be backed up um, by, you know, having women involved in these higher up positions. And, you know, there's a saying that I love, which is you can't be what you can't see. Yeah. And if you don't see women in these positions, you know, whether it's high up on the board or, um, you know, in, in the corporate side of things or whether it's just women on the field or women in the commentators' boxes, then, um, you know, it, it makes you makes young girls think well obviously um you know that's not a thing that girls do so i can't do it and i'm going to i'm going to give you a little little anecdote a little bonus mm. lisa story here so um i played a little bit of uh union in school yeah and um that came about because uh myself and a couple of my female friends in high school we uh, there was all this fanfare about the boys side going off to um to you know play in regional whatever it was i can't remember at the time but um uh, a few of us girls were like, what? Is, is it only for boys? Is this a sport that only boys can do? Like, what about girls? Can mm. we play? And we asked this question to our male English teacher, and he said, well, if you can pull a team together, I'll coach you. So we pulled a team together. None of us had ever played before. We had no idea what we were doing. Yeah. Um, but we ended up going on to win the, like, be the, the regional champions in our, our division um, in the female side of Union. And it was like, again, it was something that we, we hadn't seen it before. We hadn't seen girls really playing that sport and we just asked the question of like well why is it just for boys mm. and I think that these sort of rounds are you know it, it's a di- that's a different again, again that's union this mm. is league but um, it's a very similar thing in that if, if girls can't see that representation of women playing the game in the the corporate side of the game whatever it is then they're not going to know what's possible and that they can actually be a part of it. I love it. I mean, as you know, my, my daughter's 15 and uh, when she was about six or seven, she wanted to play rugby league because, you know, mm. she was seeing, you know, mum worked in the game. She had lots of friends, you know, that were that were playing the game and uh, she couldn't play at least. Now, that's only that's only nine years ago that that pathway wasn't open to her because there was only mixed, you know, there was mixed teams and the girls weren't encouraged to play rugby league. They were encouraged to play touch. So, you know, in, in some ways, I, I do worry that, that, you know, the women in league round is tokenism now. But in another way, I do, I am concerned because that is one generation that we've also lost. You know, she's 15 years of age. She could be perfectly coming through with that NRLW, but she's not. She's been lost to rugby league and she plays soccer. That's, that's what we need to stop now. And that's what we need to, as you said, if you can see it, you can play it. That's what it's all about. Yeah, that's exactly right, and um, it's encouraging girls and and women to to get involved in these things and say, well, why is it just for boys? Why can't girls do it? And um, I think that it's great, you know, especially in over this round, we'll see a predominantly female uh, sort of calling of the game well not Mm. calling of the game but the um you know in the studio talking about the games and presenting everything we see a lot of that but that should be the norm anyway Mm. um and it shouldn't just be a token one female um on the panel and then the rest of males um there should be an even mix at all times and um you know especially when uh i think networks they they bring in ex-male um, rugby league players to add to the panel and to the commentary box why not bring in female rugby league players as well um, so there is definitely more things that can be done and there's more action there but I think that we are heading in the right direction at least in that again the expansion of the NRLW over previous years um, you know I myself and uh, our very own Bonnie and Steve from the good stuff we went to a triple header at McDonald Jones Stadium earlier this year um, for and we, we watched all six of the uh, current NRLW 
AEW teams mm. play, and it was a really great turnout, and it was really great to see because you just don't know um, how many people are going to go along and support that. So I think that it is growing. I think we're heading in the right direction. Um, we just need to make sure that, yeah, these kind of rounds are just a token gimmicky thing that it actually enacts change and pushes it forward to the pushes us forward to the next goalpost. Absolutely. I agree with you completely. My hope is that one day women being involved in sport on any level or in any position is no longer a novelty. But it's the norm. It's that's the norm. that's my yep. that's my dream. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Uh, best of luck to your Parramatta Eels tomorrow night. As uh, as Mary said, it's going to be a tough yeah. one. It's going to be a tough yep. one. We'll see. Have hope. <laughs> you have hope. I'm going to finish uh, our, our chat on uh, Guns and Roses. It is Paradise City. It is the theme song for uh, for the stadium out there at uh, what used to be Parramatta Stadium. Best of luck. Thanks so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Tracy. Thanks, Lise. Bye-bye. That is uh, Lisa Richmond from Newcastle Live and uh, before her, Mary Kostanopoulos, who is uh, the creator of Ladies Who League. And uh, it is, it is women in league round. I'd love to know your thought. Is it tokenism or are we actually making a difference? Are things actually happening because we highlight the women that are in the game? I'd love to hear your thoughts. 0490 That number again, 0490 Newcastle in the morning covers the big stories that matter the most to you. The local issues often neglected. Tracy Mack's plain talking, no-nonsense approach will get your morning off right. Talking news, sport, entertainment, music, lifestyle and more. Joined by Michael Blacksland and covering what you need to know and even some of the stuff you didn't. It's Tracy Mack with Newcastle in the morning. Weekdays from 9 to midday only on Newcastle Live.